too. <laughs> My family is the audience. <laughs> nice. Nobody. All, still all still nobody. Them. Maybe three. Well, maybe three. During our Inside Number Nine, which we're recording now. Yes. Give or take four. I don't know. Maybe three. Tops. Well, well let's go into our intro here. So take your bleep, catch bleep, your breath. Bleep. Nope. I'm playing the whole thing. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of a weekly podcast sanctioned by the government of Wonderland. Swear words of class 4 and lower have been authorized for use during the podcast. All other swear words are restricted. Wonderland officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the podcast and shall not be harmed. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for one continuous hour. Police, fire, and emergency medical services will be unavailable until the podcast concludes. Blessed be our Wonderland leaders in America, a nation reborn. LIW Anthology Series Review is now in effect. Hello. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW Anthology Series Review episode 102. Inside number nine, nine, uh, 403, once removed. I am blinking on everything I'm saying, even though I'm reading it. Welcome to the show. I am Phoenix West. Joe Strope. Tick, tick it. So, yes, welcome to the show. We watch Inside Number 9, 403. I got confused because I thought we were doing our Beyond Belief because we just finished watching that. We just did both back-to-back. I forgot we had it. Inside Number 9 first. This one, recommended by... Let me look it up. Recommended by Pennyless. At Miriam W53470164. Sorry. On Twitter, and good fucking luck remembering that, because you're not going no. to. No. Nobody's ever going to remember that, Miriam. you got to change that. Penning list on, on YouTube, though. And a solid fucking episode. I, oh, very good. Wonderful. Very I loved wonderful it. Wonderful episode. Yeah, it's a great one. It's a good one. It's a great one. I loved it. Another, another top-tier, top-shelf episode, I think. And uh, I, I guess the main question of tonight is, where in our top five do we put this episode because it is definitely top five but we'll hold off on that well i will tell you why i have my reasons for it because there are plot holes in this in this episode okay that will detract from the top beyond five it'll detract wow okay well what do you want to get into now what anything sticks out or do you want to just get into the plot well talk about the plot it's a it's a um one of those um really fun clever uh uh Christopher Nolan broken narrative episodes, broken uh, chronological. They used to be called Tarantino. Yeah, well, Tarantino got it from uh, um, Scorsese. Oh, Scorsese got it from uh, Akira Kurosawa. Guy. Yeah, again, Rashomon. Yeah. So I get. Well, this isn't really technically Rashomon. This is more or less. Um, more or less, this is. Um, you're seeing. A, a backwards. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a backwards fractured, story. Fractured chronology. Uh, what do you call it? The movie I associate it with the most, not plot-wise, but but uh, narration-wise, is Memento. You see the scene 
Yes, that happens yes, next. Yes. You see it before. And the and Simpsons it goes back did it ten as minutes. Well. It goes back ten minutes. Memento yeah. works backward, and that's the plot. Yes. That's the story structure of that movie. Yes, it works flawlessly in that movie, though. This one, I thought it was pretty flawless. You had some plot holes. You said I'm curious about what those are, but let's get into the plot here. What's the first story? The first thing we see in this episode. Can you go over what that is? And I'll do the previous ten minutes. Oh, um. This is once removed, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's essentially it opens up with the uh, the woman comes in. You think, or, or the mover's in. The mover comes in. Yes. It's the. Uh, it's and you the, think uh, he's like the main character. Right. Yeah, because he's in the first fight, and he's got this wonderful back and forth between him and <laughs> the actress who is. I just lost it. So bitch, you piece of shit. She seems like Here a maid. Is. She is Monica Dolan. She is uh, hilarious, and so she just she has this wonderful back and forth between Nick Moran, who plays Spike. He's the guy coming in to move him, and she's just like, "Oh yes, uh, blah blah." They have this just really fun play on words, blah blah blah, back and forth. And then um, Smear uh, Sheer Smith comes in in a pink robe. Pink and robe. Like, you have no idea who this guy is. He has pink robe, green wrapped around his hand. He has below his robe like a. Like a V-cut shirt, which you don't know what the fuck that is. And then he also had something else hilarious that I and mentioned. no pants on. He, just, he had he no, pa- no pants. He's just in boxers. Yeah. But he had like a Javier Bardem from 007 wig, Skyfall yeah. wig. Yeah. Like blonde wig off to one side. Like a... It was so bizarre, but it made us both laugh like hysterically for a good while. And okay, I had to pause well, the episode. Well, here's the here's the problem, though. Steve Pepperton was not playing Charles. Charles is not on screen. Charles never shows up. Rufus Jones is the voice of Charles. Yep. That's fine. So Steve Pepperton was the guy selling the house. So he's just the innocent victim in the whole thing. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Okay, so we'll get to that there once we introduce all that plot. That's later. Yeah. Sorry, Reese Shearsmith is who we're talking about, who has the pink robe. Yes. And all that. Continue with your segment here. I'll go on the mine next. Well, then she she basically, uh, everything is revealed in that first segment because the old man comes down from stairs and thinks he's Android Weber. He starts coughing up blood because you'll find out why. And then, On the uh, Reese. They, they, uh, they open up the bathroom and there's... Um, uh, the other guy's in there. Steve Pepperton is dead in the bathroom. And then the carpet falls down and rolls out. And Natasha uh, Amelia Fox is in the, wrapped up dead. And so basically all the bodies come out. And then she stabs... Um, she stabs um, uh, Shearsmith in the back with a screwdriver. And we're in the back of the fucking neck and he right falls in the over back dead. Of the neck, he's dead. And she goes, I can explain. And then it goes yeah. backwards from there. It goes so that, that, 10 minutes earlier. Yeah, 10 See minutes earlier. See the black screen 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. And that's when we realized well, this is going to be told backward. Yeah. We didn't have like, uh, this might be told back and forth. We're saying, we just knew it was going to be 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, and just go backward. We just immediately knew. And yeah. the, they didn't tell you, but we knew. It was clear because it's a crime story. And once you watch that second story, you're like, they're going back again. Because he already has a thing around his hand in the second story. And I was like, he, still, he already has that. They're going back in time even more now. 
And that was the immediate clue from, from that. Um, if you notice, I am the guy in the bathtub here behind us. Because why not? It seemed like a good spot to stop on. But the, the previous mm-hmm. 10 minutes was, oh, God, this is going to be hard, Dick. I said hard, Dick, there right in a row. And I didn't mean it the way it sounded, but... I'll take it. So the previous 10 minutes was Reese Shearsmith Smith goes upstairs. He sees the old man. Oh, sorry. No, is that the... Oh, what 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 10 minute mark is this? What I'm going to say this. He's making he's making soup. No, he's making he's making the uh the cocoa for the old man. He brings it up, he gives it to him and then that's when you see yeah. that moment. But you saw the rat says, poison go into the soup. Yes. And he yes, heats yes. it up in the microwave and he's in his boxes already. Yeah. And they already have boxes there and they, No, actually that's the previous 10 minutes because yeah. the 10 minutes before that was just uh People showing up at the house to view it. This is when Steve. Um, you know what? This is the part I will start it... from there. I'll just start from there, and you continue before that. This is what p- the problem is going backward. Okay. Steve Pemberton shows up in this segment. Hold on. So Reese Shearsmith is making the poison tea. He goes up, gives it to the old man because like, the old man has dementia. It seems like, and he, he thinks he's Andrew Lay Weber, which is hilarious. And he drinks the tea, and then Reese Christmas goes downstairs, and then that's when you see uh, Steve Pemberton come in, and he's like, oh, let's look at this house. Oh, it looks great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here we go. And he's like, Steve Pemberton starts to figure out, maybe you're not who I think you are, and he pulls the shit off a couch, of a chair in the, in the kitchen. It's the, the dead wolf. And he the finds a dead, dead blonde lady. Yeah, he's like, oh, shit. He looks behind him, and he sees Steve Pemberton. Who's like fiddling? Oh, that's not even he's that. He's got scene. the gun. He's got the gun. He's he already has the. Him. So that's why I get confused because he has the yeah. he, he has the gun burner confusion with the blonde lady. Not not, not this guy. Yeah, yeah. He already the has the segment. gun with this guy, Steve. Yeah, he's uh, with uh, Steve Pemberton, yeah. and he pulls it out and shoots yeah. him, like right here. He falls yeah. down and he shoots a couple more times behind the chair. Shoots the blonde lady like four times. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, Steve stands up and. He decides the best way to tackle this. I'm going to play this clip, and I don't give a shit if we get, like, stopped, because it well, is fucking worth it. He, he this is my funniest part of this episode, if you ask me. Okay, so let me pull this up, because I laughed, and you laughed so hard at this part. And it worked. <laughs> it is so fucking funny when he... So, Steve has already showed him that the bathroom does not have a lock on it. Yeah. He shoots the blonde girl, trying to shoot Steve Pemberton through it. Misses. Steve Pemberton stands up. The gun is empty. And decides, I'm going to throw in a blanket or sheet. And <laughs> like, like it's bulletproof. And here's that scene. Because it's fucking funny. He just shot him a couple times. Here we go. Oh, I missed it. No, it was before this. Yeah. I know. Right here. I think you just lost this sale. <laughs> and that's all it is. Uh, it's hilarious. It's it's so <laughs> simple and so quick, but holy shit, we laughed so hard during that part. They, try, they tries to suffocate him with the, the, <laughs> the wrapping bubbles, but it's a, he's puffing all the bubbles. He gets he opens his mouth. It's funny shit. Yeah, and he starts to suffocate him, but he's like. Oh, that's later, but they start, yeah, they start fighting, and he covers uh, Reese's face in that bubble yeah. wrap, the wrapping yeah, paper yeah, stuff, yeah. and he's like, <gasps> he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just... 
But the funniest part what was, and I love the, the writing ties together because he goes, <gasps> takes over, and he stands up, and he shoots him again. Or he chases him into the bathroom, and then he, he kills him again. But then, he, think, well, he... but then he puts his gun inside the oven mitt. And you realize yes. in the previous segment that you watched, he shows up to the uh, the guy, the moving guy, the legit moving guy, and he goes to his oven mitts, and he's like, he's like, what's going on here? And he holds his oven mitt to his head, and you're like, what's he doing? And you realize that's actually right. a threat. You just didn't realize it in the time. Right, yeah. She, she stabs him in the back of the head with a screwdriver. Exactly. Because she but knows what's in his hand. Somehow. Even though she's upstairs. No, no, she's not. She knows because we find out later how she knows. Do we? Yeah, we do. My uh, mouse has been separated from my. Oh my this god! This has been a complete fucking mess for weeks. I need to fix wow. this. Wow. We got uh, paternity leave. We got time, huh? Paternity suit. I really paternity don't. leave. Talk I about really the previous don't. ten minutes with the old man in the bathtub. Then, well, no. Now we start with Natasha. The woman who is um, dead in the cat in the chair. It's her point of view. She's explained that they're gonna. Uh, her father is Andrew Lloyd Webber. He's insane. So um, they. Um, she tells the father, "We're gonna leave. Me and Charles are leaving. We're going to put you in a home. Basically, you'll be happy. We're going to Port- Portugal, which you probably never see us again. Blah blah blah." And he's just like, "Who are you? Get out! Close the door!" And he's like, "Whatever." And so uh, Spears... Uh, oh, he has a joke. I have a note on this. Because we don't know much about Andrew Lloyd Webber. Oh, yes. He says something in some... Yeah. It's probably he an illusion. Says, he says, uh, close the door on... Close every door on me. Right. And I looked it up, and here's what I found, which is a, a very specific Andrew Lloyd Webber reference. This is a 1982 song, Close Every Door. And Close that's a song. Yeah. That's all. My, yeah. We had two British jokes in a row that I saved because he goes, she goes, all right, I'll go downstairs and she has them in the bath and she goes downstairs and it's the door. And eventually she says the joke, like you're sweating like E Lee Evans at the O2 arena. And right. I was like, who the fuck is Lee Evans? I know the O2 arena, but who the fuck is Lee Evans? Looked him up next comedian who sweats a lot. Yeah, it happens. I don't know who the fuck this guy oh, is, but he sweats that's, a lot. That Lee, that's Lee Evans. He was in something about Mary. There you go. Oh, that I, guy. I think so. It's that guy. Yeah. Okay. He's been around. He's been around for a long time. There you go. Yeah, he's a very famous character actor. Continue. Sorry, two specific it's references so, I wanted to notate there. Yeah, I've, I've always forget his name's Lee Evans. I always forget that because uh, I don't really. Yeah, it, that, that's a good one. But uh, she goes down. She's waiting on for, him. Oh, sorry, no. Well, she's she's waiting for the guy to 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 move the house to move because it's her house. She's moving, and then as, uh, Shearsmith comes in. He's the assassin, and he she thinks he's the mover. So they have like this play on words, like, uh, "Do you like doing this job?" Because well, it's helpful. Uh, I make it as painless as possible. Blah blah blah, and then uh, he he shoots her, basically kills her, and. Uh, not before he, he puts the gun on the on the tea kettle. Yes. Right? He doesn't know the he, kettle's on and puts the gun down. That's, that's how he burns his hand, and then they have to wrap his hand with that bandage. That's where he gets the bandage from for his hand. And he drops the gun in Here's the bucket that of water. Yeah. I'll play that scene at least. 
He just dropped the gun because it's hot. He dropped it in the bucket of water. Very satisfying about taking care of people. Don't you think? Absolutely. That's all a play. Then he, he has to clean up that blood splatter. He's like, oh, she tri wipes it down, makes a mess, so he paints over it. And then... Um, he gets paint on his pants, so he takes his pants off. Yeah, he takes his pants off. That's why he's got no pants on. And yes. he puts... Uh, with the pink stuff, it is it all. It all boils down to, it, but it's pretty fun. And then the next segment is essentially question her point of view. Question. Oh yes. Does the way it's told not feel like the Cohen brothers should be involved? It's very Cohen. It felt very Fargo, very, very like it just simple, felt like right up their simple. avenue. Very a little blood simply. Blood Simple, yeah, Blood Simple is a perfect example because that is a great mix of actual danger and comedy. Yeah. Because that has both. Like, Fargo doesn't really have both. You, It's comedic the whole way through. Right. But Blood Simple is a perfect example of both. It's their first movie. It's really, like, intense and, like, fucking funny, but not, like, overtly funny. Right. It ain't the Big Lebowski. No, but, like, he get. uh M.H. Wallace gets stabbed in the hand and he's like reaching oh, yeah, through the window great. next yeah, door like trying to pull it out. So great. But it's so like, great. it's funny, but also you're like, that's fucking terrible. And that's the only way hurts. you could do it. It hurts so Yeah. Bad. And it fucking works. Yeah. And this is, this reminds me of that movie. Blood Simple is a perfect example of the, we, we were trying to name the movie and that's it. Blood Simple. You just brought it, thank you so much for, for yeah. freeing my mind from trying to comprehend what that was. <laughs> My mind is free. It was, no, I was like, I stopped it like four times and I was like, Dick, what movie is. Like, Why? Well, yeah, well, uh, I think that, uh, again, Memento, though, is probably the best example of the story, uh, of, the, of the plot of the, progression. Of the, of the, uh, yeah, as of the, the gimmick behind it. Yeah, you know? it's, it's the. Uh, it's the way the story's told is Memento, but, but Blood Simple is the thematic elements are Blood Simple. Yes. Because it's the exact elements of serious and comedic that Blood Simple has, which is very... Right. Here's a serious example of a scene. We're going to play it comedically. Right. It's like the in inverse of like an airplane movie. Where the airplane is like, let's play it straight even though it's comedic. Blood Simple's like, let's play it comedic even though it's serious. Right. And that's the difference. Yeah. And um, then the next segment is you get the point of view of the main girl who's in the first part of the episode. We finally figure everything out. It all comes full circle with this segment where she's going. She is talking to Natasha, who's moving, and she came by. I can't remember why she's there in the first place, though. She was there. Oh, I oh can, I can she's suspicious. Yes. She was suspicious that she's having an affair with her husband. I was going to play and it, but you're right. That's yes. right. Yeah, no, that's why. Because she found a note. And she's trying to confront her, and she, she kind of figured it out. Found a note, yeah. And so she and she records the conversation between her and herself. And um, hold on, she. That's what I want to say. I was right, but I was also wrong. Right, because you. Were I thinking thought she did it. Yeah. She found out they were having a relationship, so she set it up and hired the killer to kill her. And she would make it look like this happened and this happened. She was the old. She was like the mastermind. Turned out, she she plays the recording back with Natasha, or with the other girl, um, and plays the recording to her husband, 
And he's like, yeah, we'll take care of her. I already hired a guy. And that's Reese Shearsman who shows up later. And so he yeah, actually yeah. did it. It really yeah. is a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah. It feels like they're, they're like, Coen Brothers, we, we see you. We see you. Hey, here's our little uh, Inside Number 9 Coen Brothers episode. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to look up the reviews on IMDb and see how many other people notice that. Because it seems so obvious to me. Well, here's the thing. This is the one problem, though, with this episode. Okay. She gets a screwdriver. She goes and she changes the address. From a six. From a six to a nine. How? Nine. Why would the movie company go to the wrong address? She must have called them well, the moving company to... Because, in reality... See, that's the thing. We don't see that, though. It happens off screen. You need to see that. You need to have a throwaway... No, but... You have a throwaway line that says like, "Oh, well, they said it was uh, six originally, but now that someone calls it was nine, is that correct? Am I at the right house?" Like, when well, I there, think the idea was the a homegirl here, the main killer, the main girl, yeah. Yeah. is set it up so she's leaving her husband. So she called the moving company, be like, "Hey, I'm gonna move," and then was then saw the note and was like. Well, no, because the house. Hold on. They, she already hold sold on. the house. Natasha's moving. No, that, that's what I'm. Th- that's what I'm, I'm. I'm putting my thoughts out there. Tell me when I'm wrong. At, yeah. at the end, I thought the girl in the cardigan here put out a notice that said, "I'm moving. My husband's cheating on me. I'm leaving." Blah blah blah. She saw that. She saw the note after that, and was like, "Oh, she's leaving her husband because she's leaving her his her husband for my husband." Now I'll put in this fake whatever and get them all involved and change the six where she lives this girl to a nine where she lives and get her involved well you're thinking too much on that one i don't, I don't think, think i am pre- i think i'm thinking it's not pre it's not premeditated because she just finds out about it right there in that moment no she, she figured it out before then that's why she shows no, up and plans it she no she gets there she changes the address after the phone call to the husband no i know she changes the address i think she planned on doing this and said oh if this works out i'll change the address if it doesn't that's that's nah that's too far it's too far to go not with these it, guys it, it's too it's too much of a leap you'd have to see it you'd have to it has to be you have to be notified as an audience that she knows i that's i think that's the only plot hole in this whole you're thing. thinking Straight hollywood episode. we're think you got to think like these guys who are smart no but that that's you have to have a throwaway line at the beginning where they say uh, somebody changed it. Actually, is this nine or six? She goes, no, no, it's no. You're right. It's nine. You're right. Come on in. No, something like that. They have to because I don't agree. Sense. Well, it doesn't make any sense. It kind of kills the episode. It doesn't kill it, but this is. It doesn't make any sense. You can't. It can't. It doesn't make any sense because this was. She's moving. She's been packing for. I weeks I will agree that it is no. my assumption into the episode. Sure, but I also agree. They're really smart writers, and that's probably what they were thinking. Right, but you they don't need this. They don't need. That. They don't need to spell it out for you. Figure out your own reason why she changed it. You know, like that, if that's the one thing holding you back from loving this episode. Fuck you. No, 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 no. I love the episode. No, but the only reason she changes the address is because she's setting up for her to take the fall because the guy's coming to kill her. So she changes the address. Yes. to sound like she's going to kill Natasha. Because before, the guy was scheduled to kill her, not Natasha. She heard that guy's going to come to number six. Yeah. Goes, unscrews it to number... So six becomes... or not. She's going to no. number nine. She so goes and unscrews it, so nine. six yeah. becomes nine. Yes. That's it. What more do yeah. you need? That's it. 
That's per- know, that's perfect. Why does Hold on. the, mo- the Let's... mover show up to the wrong address? Because he heard number nine. They're number nine now. She just happens to be moving is a really only coincidence in the episode because she's also leaving her husband. No, but she's not moving. She's not moving. They're not both moving because we don't know that. Her husband is leaving or she's leaving her husband. This girl is leaving her husband because he's cheating on her. They're both moving. It's coincidental, but, but listen to the phone conversation here. No, it's him telling her that they're having an affair and he's sending a murderer. Yeah, to number nine. Yeah. Tell me what she said. Natasha. Look, darling, you can't be worrying about sausages. What? What We did laugh pretty hard at that. Yeah. (laughs) Me about. Listen, I know this is stressful, but we just have to hold our nerve. In about half an hour, she'll be out of our lives for... Pausing so YouTube doesn't stop us, and BBC is very litigious. So, we're gonna uh, find you and take you down. How you doing? Hello. Okay. Oi. Good. The man I'm using is very professional. He comes highly recommended. You just make sure you're with your estate agent so you've got an alibi. Pausing for BBC because they're very litigious. Oi. Oi. Oi? Oi. Wake up. Oi's all around. When the police come around and say there's been a murder, you can prove exactly where you were. Look, I'm gonna go. I'm in a meeting. I love you. I'll see you in Portugal. He says it. We just missed it, but whatever. No, he didn't say it. He didn't say the address. He didn't. He never did. But you get the idea. That's what I was saying at the very end. They don't spell it out exactly for you. They just assume you're smart enough to catch up. That's what I got out of it is he hired... Here, go to number nine, and she makes it number nine. That's that's all you really need to know. You're reading a little too far into it. Well, no, I... because the problem is the movers go to the wrong address. Yes, the movers have nothing to do with the murder. I agree. That's why so the murder. That's, that's why the movers showing up. She's that. like, oh hey, hey, and she no, didn't but know. Why would no? But why, how would the movers know that's the right address when it's the wrong address? Because they put number nine on instead of number the six. The movers were going to six, not nine. They're going to nine. No, they're going to six. They were both moving, is the point. No. Yes. Not, I don't know. That, that is not it. No. He was, moving out, she no. was moving out of her place. She was moving out of number nine. Out of number, technically number six. I don't think Amelia was moving out. She just came down there to say, my husband's having an affair. They're not moving at all. She's not moving anywhere. The whole They're point moving. of the episode is her husband is leaving her. She She's supposed to not be aware of it. He's leaving her. Yes. Her, no. Yes. She, no, I mean, that's it. The, the frumpy girl, yes. Her husband is having an affair with Natasha. They don't think the frumpy girl knows she's having an affair with Natasha. She found out. She figured it out. She goes to the house where they are moving because they're going to run away together. Natasha is moving out. Natasha called the moving company. Natasha is moving, not the other one. Yes. So, okay. And he also says the guy... the, the Skip, the, uh, you're skipped the, from the moving company. The, What's it called? The, no, the realtor is coming to give you an alibi because when the murder happens, you'll be with the realtor who was killed by Shearsmith. Yes. Pepperton is, is the realtor. 
he comes in to says, "Oh, I will agree. The mover, the mover was supposed to show up at a different address. Yes, I, I will agree to that because yeah. he well, shows the, up. That's at, the only thing. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. It works out comedically. That's no, funny. Yeah, it works. And I don't think. I think it's the only. So issue. okay, it's so fine, I you know. don't. You are right. Yeah, I, I said that first. You are right. It it is a little bit confusing, but I also think since they're both moving away from their spouses, the the two separate couples, it kind of works. The problem is, uh, he's supposed to be showing up at a different house to to uh, Steve Pemberton. Yeah, he's gonna kill her. Uh, he's supposed to be a different address, but he goes to nine instead of six. No, but Steve. This is six. Steve. Ste- yeah, he's supposed to go to address nine. But he goes to he goes to six and said, but she made it. No, that's Reese. The, Reese shows yeah, up in a right, different house. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, why Steve shows up at a completely different house, even though he's involved. So he shows up knowing it's the wrong person because he's the other romantic partner involved. That's no. that's more what I get confused. Are you you're talking about the the realtor guy? Yeah. No, he's just he's just there to sell the house. He thinks. Pepper Smith is a buyer. That's so, why he says, okay, how much, so pause. Do you, do you like the house? Do you like the house? That, that's what he's saying. But yes. Okay. Yeah. I agree with all that. Yeah. Well, that's where you get confusing because he still shows up at the wrong house after she right. changes the address. And then the realtor, or sorry, the, the mover shows up at the wrong, literally the wrong house. Yeah, the mover. So, do, yeah. therefore, changing the address. It's just for the killer to doesn't go. doesn't matter. No, ch- changing the address was to make the killer go to this house. But the That's killer... Why. Yes, the, the changing the address is only for the killer, yes. but the mover and the realtor show up at the correct house. Yes. And I agree, that is an issue. Yeah. Um... I don't have an explanation as far as the why. Well, that's why. That's why I'm saying that's the only problem. Like that's the only plot hole, really. But that's it. I don't think that's fine. Like, I don't care. It's fine. I just I was reading one of the the, the uh, reviews. They still gave it a ten, but they were saying like there's just the one issue that I had was the address. It doesn't make any sense. Thing. And I was like, okay, that that works. And he goes, yeah, that's a good point. But no, the the show is fucking great. Like it's a great episode. It's really I would say it's it's probably number four now. <laughs> Well, it's gonna okay. pop. It's so, gonna pop that number five one out to to six, I think. Uh, at first, I was like, "No, that's not an issue." Now that I've talked myself through it, I realize more what you're saying. No, but I am completely on board with you now. No. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean it's a bad episode. It's just no, that's no. The one thing, yeah. At first, I was it's thinking she fun, did that yeah. for this. Now, yeah. Now that we slow it down and really nitpick it. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's just that's the only plot. Yeah, problem. you are correct, but that's which is fine. Again, it's fine because it's funny and it's well done, and it just it just Andrew Lloyd Webber coming down and coughing up blood and dying on the, his <laughs> pink, pink bathrobe with a pink bathrobe. It's clearly hers a, who we already killed, and he's got <laughs> a screwdriver to the back of the neck by the frumpy girl. Yes, I was worried because when they the the first ten minutes that you see are. Steve Pemberton getting... He's already killed in the bathroom. I'm sorry. Steve Pemberton gets... Uh, he's already dead. He's already dead. He's in the bathroom. Reese Shearsman gets yeah. stabbed in the neck. And you're like, yes, oh, yeah. they're already dead. And I was like... No. That's when I you said, oh, they're going back. And I was like, no, they're going to keep going back. Because yeah, they're both going to be in yeah. the episode a lot. So Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be the point. 
Yeah. And that's two episodes in a row where, uh, not in a row, but uh, we're really re- where uh, Steve is dead in a bathtub. Yeah. Well, shit. Yeah, he dies in a bathtub. Tom and Jerry yeah. and this yeah. one. He's both dead in a bathtub. That's just Jerry. He's not in a bathtub in this episode, but he's in a bathroom. How about that? Right. He's yeah, in yeah, the yeah. toilet. Right. And yeah. I thought, he's not technically dead on screen, so therefore he'll be alive later. Nope. Just right. dead. They don't go yeah, back to like 20 I minutes thought, later. Yeah. I thought he was going to be knocked out and come out, but you know, he's, he's dead. He's well, he hits his head in the tile and we're like, oh, he's, yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. Well, maybe he did. Maybe he will. Who knows? Maybe that happens off screen in the next 10 minutes that we never see. I don't know. But no, I, I loved it. I thought this was a, it's a great episode. It's hilarious. I loved it. And again, the Simpsons did it uh, with the episode where they go, they, they go, you know, uh, different. Uh, 10 minutes prior, 10 minutes prior, or 10 minutes later, 10 minutes prior, whatever, and they all come together at the end where Homer gets his finger cut off with the brownies and then Linguo, the robot's in it, and then Bart and Milhouse find fireworks and they're getting chased by the mafia. <laughs> and then Homer's thumb dies because it's not, it's in, not an it's ice. in ice. It's not, and then it goes off. Okay. No! I remember that. Yeah, that's a good episode. Yeah, it's it's, it's fuzzy. Yeah, it's probably season ten or nine. It's yeah, around that I've definitely seen it, but yeah. Let me Lingo. go to whatever Den of Geek, whatever website this is. Oh Four or three. Once removed, the best inside nine episodes are one that, as soon as the end credits arrive, make you want to rewind and watch again from the start. I'll skip. Once removed does that job for us. The episode starts at the end, rewinds 10 minutes, rewinds another 10 minutes, then another, then a final time. Until we finish the beginning of the story. A motorbike pulls up to a well-appointed rural house on a hill, house number 9. Except really, it's house number 6 disguised as as number 9. Is this the first time the 9 has been a plot point? Brilliant. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, We both were like, oh, yeah. We both like came over that point. Okay. So everything's upside down and once removed. A clever murder farce directed by Jim O'Hallen, who starts with a jigsaw completed and scattered in blood, then systematically removes sections until all pieces end up clean and back in the box. That is a great way to describe this. Yes. That, great writing there, whoever wrote this. It's a fun game uh, that by its end has provided the satisfaction of fulfilling in a crisp crossword grid. Not unlike that one episode that we watched. Mystery of the Sphinx. Mystery, uh, no, uh, uh, something of the Sphinx. Question right? of the Sphinx. No, Riddle of the Sphinx. Riddle of the Sphinx. Riddle of the Sphinx. Um, where are they acting? So why are they acting so strangely? What's with all the corpses and its small ones? Why is Shearsmith's character hands bandit hand bandage? Yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah. I kept pausing and going, "Look, his hand is still bandaged. We're gonna see why." And yeah, it's true. Uh, what's well? Oh, sorry. Uh, what? How is the? How was that breakable broken? As the story unspools or winds itself back around the spool. Um, how much should I read here? Okay, I'll read this. Once removed, keeps you engaged and guessing throughout with uh, sillier elements like the Andrew Lloyd Webber gag, forming bright patches in, amid the darkness. The same goes for the Christian Henderson's jaunty and gentle humorous score. I completely agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. I paused a couple times ago. Yeah. Listen to this score, because every time they yeah. would go building, 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 a comedic element would interrupt it. Right. And it would, like, silence, and then... And it would start, like, joyous again. 
and it would just build until the next, like, you think, oh, no, no. And it would just, like, build and stop. It was like, uh, what's that called? Edging? Where you, where you jerk off to you about to masturbate, and the, or about to come, and then you stop? I've never heard that phrase. Oh, yeah. It's called edging. Edging? Okay. Yeah. Edging! Uh, not at all liking, though, to judge this by, uh, by, sorry, to judge by this episode are delightful surprises. It seems Inside Number 9 has an, an inexhaustible supply of those. Oh, yeah. Uh, Louisa Mellor. Completely, uh, completely agree with you on that. That was very yeah. well written. The parts we did read, perfect. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, like I said, it's a great episode. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love it. It was fantastic. I was laughing the whole time. Yeah, she did a good job in that article. Um, like you said, the audience on IMDb is very, you know, sup- you know. Sympathetic and, and not sympathetic, but loves this episode. They are on board with it. Eight point five. Yeah, I'll it's give it a nine. Point. Yeah, I, 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 like I said, in the top tier, I might say this is going to bump out number five and replace number put five at six, maybe. Here's where I had it before we did the review. I, I like do my little rankings there. I put it number yeah. three. Ooh, okay. I like it more than the bill. Oh, well, okay. What yeah. do you think? I love this episode. It's a good one. The bill... <sighs> yeah, it's it's either this or once removed. Like, I could go I either way. They're, they're inter- yeah, they're interchangeable because they kind of follow the same patterns. The bill, I think, is better written, though. Yes. So I'll put the that bill. here, and let's put this here. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, it's the fourth best. Number four? Because yeah. I liked it better than Tell Days of Christine. Yes, I agree. Okay, so once removed. So, Penniless. Yeah. Miriam. W. You are fucking killing it with your recommendations. Yes, thank you. Because they recommended this one. Bernie Clifton. I think they recommended the bill. They recommended once removed, and I think how do you plead? So like all of our favorite episodes are are by Miriam, yeah, Pennyless, whatever name you want to go by, but yeah, killing Penny, it, Penny Wiser, I don't know. But yeah, no, it's great. It was great. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite I, well. again. Great episode. It's a great. Show. I wish I could watch all these on my own, but I'm just not going to do it because we're watching them together yes. on this journey, and it's a discovery every weekend and. It's a nice discovery. And let's pause our review to watch the background, the, the poster for this episode, because it is this. Yeah. How perfect is that? Disturbing as shit. That's so perfect. Is the head, <laughs> the whole skin tone matches. Yeah. I spent a little extra time on Photoshop that day. Oh, wow. But yeah, it's a solid fucking episode. I give it a nine. It's very good. Yeah, I love it. Nine. nine? Sure. Yeah, I would say yeah. nine, yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was great. I could yeah. be talking to ten, honestly. I had it's it's pretty solid, yeah. There were, like you said, uh, even before that, I felt something a little off with it, and I could agree with you as far as like the twist of the, you know, number nine, number six. But that doesn't really matter. No, and again, uh, like the the point of the of that article was this: the first time number nine is a plot point. Like that's the yes. That's what sets it all in motion is the actual number. And we both were like, when they showed her like unscrewing the top screw on six, we're like, oh, <laughs> like both yeah. of us like, oh, 
like Charles Dickens ghost. We're both like chains and we're surprised. Like, oh shit, they're actually doing this. Okay. All right. But yeah, um, that's all we have to say. Great episode. Miriam, penniless, whatever you want to be called. Keep them up, man. We, yes. we are involved with Fantastic. your episodes because this is a great one. I loved it. Oh, very good. Very nice. I really have no complaints about this episode. I, I, oh, no. The, the Pulp Fiction-y storyline, the, the memento backward, right up our alley. The music cue, like everything about it. Like yep. every, every nuance is great. Fucking, I always rant and rave about the music, and I, I feel like I'm alone there. That's why I kept pausing it and going, listen to the music, Dick. Oh, the they, oh man, they kept ramping Perfect it, and stopping, crescendo. and they would yeah. stop, and they like then once the joke happened, they would stop, and then I would start with, like the Looney Tunes, like, and then it would like continue to the next joke, and it would get darker and darker as it went. Perfect. I fucking love the music in this episode. Yeah, and I've said that every single time we reviewed this show, have I not? Yeah. I don't notice music outside of this normally, but this show is just a. You could tell someone's on the fucking ball on this. Oh yeah, the, the, the attention to detail is great, and it's it's, and it's the just, it's just it's just these guys are too fucking good. Now I kind of want to watch their other shows, the earlier ones uh, that they have, but it's like man, I just it's like when I first saw Space, the yeah. Edgar Wright show. Oh, well, speaking of Edgar Wright like, and, and Simon and and all them, no, same guys. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the it's same. Just, they're all from the same school. It's got to yeah, be their yeah. attention to detail is the most impressive thing about all of them. And I know these guys came first before Simon and, and them, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, Nick Frost and all them. I know that. But they're they're all very similar and very impressive nonetheless. Yeah. And shaming, shaming the shit out of Americans trying to do this. It's well, not even try, close. They don't even try to do it anymore. Americans just did they just do the same shit all the time because crea- Hollywood's creatively bankrupt. They got nothing. Well, even non-Hollywood, like like Kevin Smith, is our next in line. No. Of the so no, I'm thinking like who in America did comedies and was trying to do like this type of Kevin Smith tried. What's this fucking Judd Apatow tried? Right. So there you got was, those well, two guys. Time, the, the, yeah. The, yes, the, uh, but they had their little the flares. Early, yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And who else? Do we, oh, we got a. Uh, uh, Todd Phillips, a little bit. David Gordon Green, here with, and there. With comedies. Ben Best is another one. Ben Best did um, um, Observer Report and also uh, Foot Foot's Way. And, we, um, yes. Okay, so he uh, did a little and, better than those guys. Right, right, righteous Gemstones and uh, 30, um, the Danny McBride baseball show. What's it called? Yes, uh, East Bun and Down, which He's, is uh, fucking and solid. Principles. And, and Principles was good, too. So that, I think that's yes. the closest. Okay, so they're at best. So best. he's the best, yeah. ironically, except for there, yeah. except for guest. Christopher Guest has surpassed them. Well, Christopher Guest is yeah. He's that's the master class. I think Christopher Guest is our master class, but yeah. our master class is a D minus compared to England's. Well, right now, yeah. No, uh, it's it's not even comparable. It's yeah. they they've surpassed him so fucking far, because Christopher Guest, as great as he is, goes. Actors make the movie. Well, yeah, it's all but improv, England's yeah. like, we're going to write this written. shit to death yeah, and still it's make it a, work. Yeah, it's more of a craft. It's more craft. Exactly. But then again, that could be the the, 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 um, the Spoof Brothers, uh, uh, 
Zucker Brothers because those movies are crafted. Yeah. Police like Police Academy or Police Academy. But you're those going back movies. to the I'm not going to early eighties to seventies. We're going forty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so exactly. It's been, yeah. But then you go it's Monty like, Python versus them. Right, exactly. Yeah. And Monty Python right. blows them on the yeah. fucking water. Like yeah. so Yeah. But everybody I think borrows from everybody else and I think that has a lot to do with it. But these guys are pretty damn solid and original and it's hard to beat them. But if know, you're yeah. doing like a weird war like we're losing that revolutionary war in comedy if you ask me oh uh, we, we lost a long time ago if so you ask we, me we don't, we don't even have comedy here anymore no it's you got fucking dave Chappelle got attacked on stage the other day with a knife comedy's gun dead comedy's dead here it's over there, there is no more comedy here the we, comedy they, is the comedy wrecked. yeah they think they're doing tra- comedy but they're getting attacked on stage like, it's a greek tragedy now it's just, it's fucked up it's just like oh my god it's fucking bizarre fucked. It's just a bad. It's just a weird time, and it's got. Hopefully, the next five years it stops, but I don't know. It's yeah. gonna take a while, but it's gonna it's gonna go away, but it's gonna take a minute. It always feels but, like one of those things where you gotta go like you look at Twitter and you're like, oh, I sleep for five years. <laughs> sleep, my child. Oh, I woke up and everything. Oh fuck, you're still arguing. Like it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're like how. Um, excuse me, my pronoun. Oh, God. Why do I have to care about your pronoun? Why? Why am I involved with you? How dare you How did you this say, happen? How dare you say bleep, blop, bloop for your pronouns? Like, it's a joke. What is wrong with you? Do you know that violence is words? What? And I, and I agree that people need to be sensitive to those things, but also... You need to be sensitive to yourself and joke. Take a joke. Take Holy a joke. fucking Shut shit. It's, it works both yeah. ways. Be sensitive to, yeah. to the joke. Be sensitive yeah. to the people who can't take a joke. Get over Let's it. go both ways. And holy shit, why, do I have to, why am I involved with what you are? I don't, yeah. I, I don't know who you are. I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't give a care. shit. I don't even care about myself. So yeah. therefore, go fuck yourself. I don't care. I do I not care. care. About, I care about two things. Inside number nine. Fucking and, and coming. <laughs> And beyond belief factor fiction. <laughs> yeah. Let's get That's to it. that, Dick. Great That's segue. It. All right. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So long, citizens. Inside number nine. Fucking love you, love you guys. God damn, seriously. Love you. Cannot overstate the show enough. Goodbye. <laughs>